0: This is the Jam Plant Podcast. I'm Westside Jordan and I'm here with my lovely co-host BNKD. Thank you. What's up, guys? And uh today we're doing an album by vince Staples, his debut album, Summertime 06. Um, I got my long beach hat on for this. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, some history on Vince Staples. He was born in Compton, California, but was raised uh, in Northside, Long Beach. Uh, he grew up very poor. Um, his dad was a was a gang member. Um, and growing up, he uh, one funny thing is that he played in Snoop Dogg's youth football league because, um, as we know, Snoop Dogg's also from Long Beach, uh, just from Eastside, Long Beach, um, and. Growing. And then as he got older, Vince Staples became a member of the Naughty Nasty Gangsta Crips. Um, that was mostly when he was kind of younger. Um, nowadays, he's he's not really active uh, in the gang that much, um, but he still reps it uh, a lot. Um, but he started to take music more seriously uh, after meeting some Odd Future members on a trip up to Los Angeles. Um And one of the members that he met was Earl Sweatshirt. And uh, he would then uh, do a lot of features on their tracks. And then he would start working on a mixtape with a guy named Michael Uzzururu. Uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that last name. Um, And then he would go on to release multiple mixtapes. And then on August 15th, he kind of blew up a little bit with the song Blue Suede um and that, which was one of his first real big uh singles and then on may 14th 2015 he released senorita which would go on to lead him to announcing the release of the album we are, we are talking about today summertime 06. Uh, the title refers to when vince Staples says he lost his innocence uh, and he says he lost his innocence through uh You know, falling in love with the girl and also just seeing the violence uh, around him almost through a new light in a way, kind of seeing it for what it truly is. Um, And Summertime 06 was recorded in two studios, one of which was 4220 Feng Shui and Westlake, both located in the Hollywood neighborhood of Los Angeles. Um, And the singles on this album are Senorita, Get Paid, and North North. Uh, and then the producers are No ID, DJ Dahi, Clans Casino, Christian Christian Rich, and Mickey Echo. Uh, that would say that the main producer is No ID, um, and DJ Dahi also produces a couple tracks on here. Um, and some guest The guest appearances include Daily, Jenny Aiko, DJ Dahi, Joey Fats, Kilo Kish. Uh, snow allegra and aston matthews and so we are going to get straight into the track listing Uh, so the first track on the album is ramona park legend Uh, this track is produced by no id uh, and it's really just an instrumental uh, that i believe will be used later in the album um and also played on the video for the next track on this album um And it's pretty much just like a... I think it's like a 26-second clip of the track. And uh, it's pretty much just a 26-second clip. And uh, I guess some history on this is that Ramona Park refers to the neighborhood in Northside Long Beach that um, Vince Staples is from. Um, So, yeah, what are your thoughts on this track?
1: So, I really... I really like the beat on here. It's a very like haunting and menacing beat. It kind of sets to like the tone of the album, just like the Park, remote Park Legends. So I kind of got like a concept of it. Like it's going to like tie into like the whole album, just kind of having like representing where he's from and all that. The only gripe is that I wish that he rapped on it. It could have been like a short rap, like a minute rap. I just wish that he didn't waste that beat. I, hate, I just hate when like
0: a lot of artists do that.
1: So those are pretty much my thoughts on Ramona Park, Part One.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree. I would have liked to see him lay down a few bars, um, but you'll see <clears throat> later that uh, the beat doesn't go completely to waste. It just uh, is just used for this quick little intro, and so we move on to Lift Me Up. This track is produced by DJ Dahi, Um and in this track, he's talking about the parallels between his recent success and his life in Northside, Long Beach. Um, you know, even though through his recent success, he still well, he's still kind of scarred from his experiences. Uh, you know, being a gang member uh, in Northside, Long Beach, and also because due to the fact that he's a black man, a lot of people uh, don't see him. Uh, in a positive light even though you know he's trying his best he's he's obviously a good guy um and he's he's also very successful but no matter what they only see him as one thing just due to the color of his skin um and as for the sound of this track i feel like the beat is super good on this track uh with its eerie sound and really heavy bass um and I feel like Vince Staples' lyricism, he definitely, you know, comes correct with the lyricism on this. And uh, one of my favorite lines is, my mama was a Christian, Crip walking on blue waters. Um, that's just, I feel like that, that track, that, that line is just super clever. Uh, there's so many layers to that track that you could, to that, to that line that you could kind of just like, you could analyze that line all day. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on "Lift Me Up."
1: So my thoughts on this track, on the song uh, "Lift Me Up," I think it's a really dope way to start off the album. It's a very introspective uh track, just him reflecting on it, about his time in the hood. And that was actually one of my favorite lines from there. Is my mom was a Christian. And then the other, the other one of my favorite lines was, "I never vote for presidents. The president that changed the hood is dead and green." So I thought that was a very witty line from her. So. Those are pretty much my thoughts on "Left Me Up." Definitely did make my uh, top five songs. I'm gonna
0: say. All right, we move on to "North North." Um, it has, I believe, on this track, it has the same beat as "Ramona Park Legend Part One." Um, this 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 track is produced by Clams Casino. Um, And yeah, I believe that this has the same instrumental in Ramona Park Legend Part One, uh, just with it just has a few extra touch-ups to it, Um, and it almost—it's a very simple track, and it feels like Vince Staples is almost using his own like he's changing his vocal tones to kind of almost create a beat within the beat um, within his own vocals, which I think is very genius. Um, And he's talking about the violence and. Long Beach and how it's kind of just a cycle of violence. that just keeps on going on over and over again and how essentially, you know, he's surrounded by it, whether if it's, you know, through being a gang member or through, uh, you know, the, the violence that the police inflict in their community. Um, I guess one, it's not like the biggest gripe that I have, but it's, it's a small gripe that I have is that the very first line he uses, um, is kind of a product placement for one of his um, sponsorships with his Sprite, which is Sprite. <laughs> um, and the line is, bitch, you thirsty, please grab a Sprite. Um, I do find that a little corny, especially considering that's a kind of like a corporate sponsorship, but putting that aside, if I just, you know, I, if I think past that line is definitely a very good song. Um, it's a great song and the lyricism once again is you know super good and uh you know just amazing lyricism uh what are your thoughts
1: yeah i was wondering why he put that line i was like what the fuck dude <laughs> <About> the fight <laughs> thing i was like why why did you do that but all thought yeah. aside i really i really enjoy this song i think this is definitely a strong track and once again this did make my top five songs on here and my favorite lyrics are bandana brown like the dope daddy shooting in the kitchen and this is like this and blue sweater like the songs that introduced me to um to vince staples so i just want to put that out there so i definitely this song is definitely near and dear to my heart another strong song
0: yeah this is the first song i listened to by uh by vince staples um and this song is kind of a popular one right Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is definitely one of his most popular ones. And I also, along with Blue Suede, is also another one that's very popular that I think a lot of people uh, listen to as an introduction to Vince Staples. Um, And one funny thing about this track is that it does have, like, a small controversy surrounding it is, you know, this one Christian lady kind of got mad that this (laughs) song was being played on the radio. uh, And in the video, she would go on to read all of the lyrics for the song um you know and then she received a lot of hate online um but uh, you know i believe in staples did come to her defense saying you know she does have the right to her own opinion um so i would definitely give in staples props for looking past um you know, just kind of looking past her extreme criticism of him. And, yeah, uh, yeah so definitely props to him. Um, so you got all your thoughts out? Yeah. that's All right, so we move on to Birds and Bees featuring Daly, uh, produced by DJ Dahi. Um, it's a very short track. Only one verse is laid. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Daly's part. I feel like it was too slow. Uh, for the beat yeah and especially especially because it's in the middle of the track if you're gonna have a slow part you know either put at the beginning or the end mm-hmm. um in the middle it just kind of you know takes away from the vibe of the track and um but i felt like the beat was really interesting you can kind of feel uh Vince staples like spiraling downwards into you know his in, spiraling downwards into joining a gang um you know, it's another track that talks about the cycle of violence and uh, how you know joining a gang you can just inherit it. Whether you know it's a dad who's a, who's a gang member, or whether it's a brother. Um, oftentimes, when people join gangs, it's 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 generational. It's not just uh, sometimes it's not a choice. Um, and one of my favorite line, my one of my favorite lines on this track is uh, from the chorus: "Is birds and the bees? They want to bees. They'll never fuck with me." I respect that. That's really clever, uh, you know. Using the birds and the bees as a way to kind of uh, lead into the second part when he says, "Wanna They'll never fuck with me." Um, you know, people who know what the birds and the bees means, uh, they'll understand why that that's such a clever line. Uh, so, <laughs> what's what's your thoughts on it? So,
1: I definitely like the song. I have to agree with you that I
0: didn't
1: I didn't like Daly's part. Just her, like I didn't like her singing. So. That's my only like minor criticism of the song. is just like her singing. I could have done without it, and it would have been like a dope track. But it, it's still it's still a dope track, but it's like a flawed dope track in my opinion.
0: Yeah, um, it's definitely got you know it's it's flaws for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, overall, it's still a good song. No. Nothing super wrong with it. Yeah. And then we move on to. Loca uh, with Kilo Kish in it, but she's not really credited. Uh, and this track is produced by No ID. Uh, in a way, it definitely is a club banger, um, kind of with the sound of hydraulics and clapping in the background. Um, you know, Vince Staples is, you know, he's obviously going out with some girl who, uh, you know, she has a fake ass and um, <laughs> she drives him crazy. Um, I think he's kind of referring to that. She drives him crazy. They kind of drive each other crazy in a good and a bad way. Um, I I really like the chorus. I know that some people might not like the chorus. I think yeah, like the I chorus like is actually pretty good. <laughs> I like the chorus. Um, I, when I first heard it, I kind of hated the chorus, but then it started to grow me. I was like, actually, this is actually kind of good. Yeah. Um, and then the ending, uh, which is you know. All in Spanish uh, for people who don't know Spanish. The girls talking is talking to Vince Staples, getting mad at him uh, about him being in the streets, not spending time with her. Uh, he definitely, she definitely throws a lot of uh, pretty deep insults to him uh, in that last part. But um, I feel like this is definitely a really solid track. It didn't make my top five or anything, but you know, yeah. it's. I think it's a pretty solid track.
1: Yeah, so I think this is a solid track. My only criticism would be the hook because I thought the hook was annoying for me. And I thought the ending of her talking was kind of cringe. So if you got rid of those parts or at least improved those parts, I think this would be a a really good song. But I think this is a solid track.
0: All right. So then we move on to Let Me Know featuring Jimmy Aiko and DJ Dahi. Um, with No ID and DJ Dahi co-producing this track, um, I feel like this is kind of like the first. I I don't know if there. I can't remember if there's any other ones, but this is. I feel like this is a mishap on the album. Yeah, um, I agree. I didn't like it. The chorus is good, but I was not a big fan of Geneico and uh, Vince Staples kind of half singing, half rapping together in the mm-hmm. first two verses. Um, That was not my favorite. It does get a little bit better with Vince in uh, verse three where it's just him. Um, And then I also feel like Jene Aiko did well on the outro. But I guess another thing is that I'm not a big fan of the subject matter either. It just kind of, this is kind of like that one song that just didn't fit well in the album at all. Um, It just, you know, it just doesn't, it just doesn't go above and beyond like something like a lot of these tracks, the lyricism is crazy good. The subject matter is, you know, he's definitely talking about it in a, in, in totally different ways. I just feel like this track just doesn't have that same vibe as uh, the rest of the tracks on the album. So this is um, definitely not one of my favorite tracks. So what are your thoughts on it? I have to agree completely with you. I,
1: I was a fan. I'm not the biggest fan of Janine Eichel, I think that's how you pronounce it, but I was at, I wasn't a fan of like the half singing, half rapping, like he said, and the subject matter is just him talking about like he's addicted to her because of like sex and all that. And I thought this was like definitely another mishap, like no, one of the first mishaps on here, you'd say. And I think this is a very skippable track in my opinion. I didn't really care for it. So those are my thoughts on the song.
0: And so now we move on to track number seven, Dope Man, uh, fe- featuring Kilo Kish and Joey Fats. This track is produced by No ID. Uh, another short track, very short track, uh, but it's definitely to the point. Um, I like Kilo Kish and Joey Fats on this track, um, but I do wonder how Vince Staples would have sounded just alone on the track, yeah. um, because it definitely would have, uh, you know, created the sense that you know Vince Staples is the Dope Man. Whereas with having two other people on it, you get kind of confused, like who is who. Um, uh, and it's pretty much a track about selling drugs and how Vince Staples, he's got everything, whether if it's, you know, crack, uh, you know, heroin, lean, I he, he's got it all. So, um, yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts on this track?
1: So I kind of, this is another mishap on the album for me. I didn't really care for this song. Just cause like how I wasn't really a fan of the hook, but the hook sadly was like ha- more than half the song in my opinion, and like um, Vince Staples had like uh, just like a short verse, so I really think this is kind of a filler track. But I, I definitely think it's better than Let Me Know in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think it's better than Let Me Know, but it's I feel like it's one of the weaker song songs on this album. Um, you know I just didn't. You know I like it like I like I won't skip this track when i'm if I'm when I go back to listen to this album um, but it's not my it's not one of my favorites yeah. um, so now I move on to jump off the roof featuring snow Allegra uh, produced by no ID uh, this is a very dramatic track um, it's pretty much it's very dramatic with you know the choir singing in the background and you know, there's just you could definitely sense that there's a lot of drama going on in this uh, situation. It's and this track is about really severe drug withdrawals, um, kind of going on based upon the last uh, track, "Dope Man," um, and pretty much it's it's kind of like a it's almost like this guy uh, that Vince Staples is acting like. Uh, you know, there's a, he this person's in love with drugs and. You know he, you know he just really needs a fix right now, um, and I feel like, you know, Vince Staples really captures like that feeling really well. You almost feel like you know you're in that situation with him. You you feel like you're, you know, you feel like you're going through drug withdrawals with this uh, guy. Um, I feel like that this is definitely really so, a strong track um, when it comes to just how he, uh, how he, how he kind of like creates an image of what it's like to be, you know, you know, going through withdrawals and really just feeding for a fix. Um, So I definitely feel like this is a really strong track. It doesn't make my top five, but it's a really strong track in my opinion.
1: What are your thoughts? Yeah. So I really think this is a really, really strong track. And this did make my top five. What I also got from the song was just him like talking about addicted to like selling drugs, gangbanging, and just like having sex in general. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. I think this is a really dope song. It's a very dramatic song.
0: And then we move on to, I think this is the last single on the track, on this album, is Senorita, um, featuring Future and Snow Allegra, produced by Christian Rich. Uh, This song is super, it's very creepy. Um, And oddly, (laughs) I was kind of surprised at how well Future. And Vince Staples work together. Uh, Future does a really good job of, uh, you know, keeping with the vibe of the track, because we all know Future. He's he's not you know he's not he's not uh, normally doing like creepy songs and stuff like that. But he does a really good job on this uh, track. Um, and this track is pretty much about the mentality of you know game banging and what goes through someone's head when they kill somebody else. That's what I get from it. It's just kind of going through someone's head of like. You know it's just pretty much talking about how you know this guy like goes through his head when he kills somebody pretty much about how it's uh, essentially you know like he says it's kill or be killed uh you know when you're in a situation like this and he talks about how to like how he's gone on to you know kill people more efficiently so um yeah i definitely think that this is a really strong track on the album and uh yeah definitely one of my favorites what are your thoughts
1: yeah this did make my top five and i think this is another strong song and it's just talking about like the gangster mindset like he said that he has and usually i i despise food. i fucking hate that dude he, he sucks ass ever after. but he actually did his thing on here luckily he's only on the chorus and the chorus i actually like the hook on the song so definitely another strong song on this album
0: all right so now i move on to summertime uh produced by clams casino uh this track is very emotional very introspective uh, vince ables is talking about loving uh, it's kind of like he's getting very he's getting very personal talking to a girl that he loves a lot um but it's almost like he doesn't know how to show it uh through his storytelling like, like the song is really good, but in the story, it seems like this that Vince Staples is unable to show love. And so he's kind of like trying to learn it from this girl, how to show love uh, due to the fact that he just wasn't surrounded by uh, people who could show him how to, you know, properly love a girl and how to properly respect a girl. Um, and I feel like this song is really, it's, it's dark and beautiful, um, you know. It's almost like a dark, twisted fantasy. <laughs> and I, with how slow it is and just how Ben Staples is super emotional with the delivery. Uh, I really love this song. So what are your thoughts on this? I'm actually the opposite. I didn't really care for it because it was just him singing throughout the whole
1: uh, song. And I'm not really a fan of like his singing ability. So this is just a skippable track. I know a lot of people seem to like it, but I'm, I'm definitely in a minority on here. But I
0: definitely like the subject matter. All right, so yeah, uh, for, I think this is the first track that we kind of have a serious like, you know difference in opinion. I really love this song. I think this song yeah. is super good. Um, but you know that's why we do this podcast for difference in opinion. <laughs> All right, so that's the first half of the album. So this is the first disc. Um, it's this is a double album. that's the end of the first disc now moving on to the second disc with ramona park legend part two this track is produced by no id um it's pretty much just this track is just an intro and a chorus there's no verses Um, i really would have loved to hear this song uh with some verses because i think if it had some verses it would have made my top five because of how the chorus sounded I feel like this could have been a really strong song, but unfortunately, it's pretty much just an interlude in a way. Um, but the music that is put onto this is very beautiful. Um, but once again, I would have liked to have heard some verses on here. Uh, so what are your thoughts? Yeah, everything you said, I agree with. That's what
1: makes it a skippable track for me. It's just that I wish that he actually rapped on here.
0: All right. Is that all your thoughts on that? Yeah. All right, cool. So then we move on to track 12, uh, which is 3230 produced by no ID. Um, the beat has like a really like tired sound to it, not tired in a bad way, but just tired in like a representative way of how Vince is feeling. Uh, it's almost sounds like Vince is kind of tired, of you know, his past and just what he's, what he's had to live through. Um, 3230 refers to his old street address. Um, you know, 3230 is the the house number that I lived on uh, until the police seized that house. Um, and this track continues the theme of how dangerous game banging can be. Um, I thought that this track was pretty strong. Uh, so, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, so
1: what I got from the track, I guess, is that how he like I was doing some research on the song and it said, like, this is where he spent like the remainder of his years. So what I got from it is that um how he moved to the like a new neighborhood, you can say, and that it's like the same shit happening, just like him getting caught up in the lifestyle. So that and I I think this is a really strong song out here. This did not make my top five, but it's definitely a dope song.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, then we move on to track thirteen, Surf. Um, feeling kilo kilo kush, uh, produced by Mickey Echo and Clams Casino. Um, this is pretty much about how you know there's certain people in the hood who think they have power because you know they have a high ranking in the in, in, in the gang, or you know they're just because they're in a gang, or just because you know they're selling they're selling drugs and they get money, but in reality, you know they're they're just pawns to somebody like like uh, like uh, Vince Staples says in the track um, you know this is pretty much it's almost kind of like a humbling track but like you know no matter what you know you're from the hood you're just someone's pawn at the end of the day uh, because you know people just there's all, there's all certain different kinds of power structures that's going on um, and definitely social commentary on that and uh, so what are your thoughts on this track?
1: Yeah, so I really, another song, another, I can't even talk, another strong song on here. And what I got from him is that he's tackling, like, different issues, that, like, in the inner city, like, what they face, like, drug abuse, uh, pregnancy, you know, teenage pregnancy, and just, like, the issues, like, Black people face in general. I think this is another strong song.
0: All right, so that takes us to track 14, uh, Might Be Wrong, featuring James Fauntleroy and Hanif Tlaib produced by no id uh it's pretty much about you know the unjust killings of black men and the unjust sentencing and unjust sentencing in the justice system uh, especially used against black men in the criminal justice system um definitely it's a very strong song um and i love the subject matter on this track uh there's not really a lot of Vince Staples on this track. I think he says like two things, but I feel like it's a really good song. The chorus is super eerie to represent, the, like, to represent how horrifying you know, the, the things that are going on and what's happening, and I feel like this is a really good track. Um, it's one of my favorites on the album, and uh, you know I always go back to listen to this song at least a couple times when I listen to this album. Um, uh, so what are your thoughts on this track? So, uh, believe it or not, I
1: have to disagree with you on here respectfully. Cause All because, right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this song really felt like an interlude to me because it was just like a chorus and just talking, like, it was just different news reports, and I thought that was very boring. I wish he, or, like, someone actually rapped on here. So that's why I'm not really a fan of it. I definitely think this is one of the weakest songs on the whole album, in my opinion. I could have done without it. I wish it was like executed better.
0: Yeah, all right. I, I can see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Pretty much the majority of it is a guy. It's, it's a it's a guy calling from prison. Uh, but the lines that he's saying does rhyme. Um, oh,
1: okay. I yeah.
0: Knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, you don't hear a whole lot of uh, Vince Staples on here. But I feel like I like this track. I think it's really good. Um, so you got all your thoughts out on this track? Yeah. All right. Um, so for track fifteen is Get Paid featuring decimo, uh produced by No ID. Um, it's pretty much about getting money and how they do it and how it's spent, you know, getting money whether if it's you know through selling drugs or through stealing stuff or through you know, whatever. Um I feel like the lyricism is super good once again. Um and I really like As someone kind of, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about the chorus. Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Uh, I go back and forth on it. Uh, For that reason, it doesn't really make my top five, just because I can't, can't really put my, I can't really put my finger on whether or not I like it or not. So, um, so yeah, what are your thoughts on it?
1: So yeah, what I got from the track also was just him being motivated by money. So basically, money on the mind and shit like that. So I, I definitely think this is a solid song. The hook in my opinion is really annoying i i do not like desi mo's voice on it i think it's very annoying and shit. It just kind of takes me away from the song but i actually did like one lyric from there. It's that that's a nothing but a g thing dollars in the g strings. i thought that was a witty line paying homage to dr dre <laughs> so i definitely like that line in there
0: yeah that's definitely a very uh clever line right there um <laughs> and then we move on to track 16 uh street punks by no id um and it's pretty much about how no matter what vince staples is from the streets um i feel like the ending on the beat was kind of interesting kind of like how it kind of like spirals and stuff Mm -hmm. um but other than that i don't it's not really one of the most memorable tracks in my opinion um yeah i don't really see myself going back to listening it too much uh i feel like this track is kind of forgettable um but i mean that happens when you're gonna make a 20 song 20 song long (laughs) album so yeah what are your thoughts on that so i
1: actually i actually really like this song it's a braggadocial song it's a dope dope song i really like this one and my favorite lyrics are but you heard them shots on the block it's a murder scene Go on, call the cops. Open heart during, during surgery. So I thought that was a very witty line. for her. And I think this did make my top five. I might change it. I, I just don't know. But I really like the song.
0: All right. I see that we are definitely have a difference opinion. We're having more of a difference of opinion on the second disc of the album, exactly. Uh, versus the first one. The first one we definitely agreed with on, on pretty much every track. But this one, this one's definitely uh polarizing yeah, <laughs> yeah this is a little more polarizing uh, we'll see if it continues on the next track which is track 17 hang and bang featuring aston matthews uh produced by no id pretty much it's pretty much almost like you know it's pretty much talking about like hey if you want to hang out you want to game bang with us we can do it um and I just I like how the track is very fast-paced, kind of representing. I don't know if it's intentional or anything. I might be overlooking, I might be overreading this and stuff. But I like how the track is very fast-paced, almost representing how like you know, you know, you can get into the the game-banging lifestyle really quickly. Uh, you can get caught up in it really quickly. Um, you know, it's definitely and it can be really addictive sometimes. Um, and uh, it's just pretty much about pretty much, hey, you want to hang out? You want to game bang with us? uh, Have at it. We'll we'll definitely set that up. Um, So, yeah. What are your thoughts on it?
1: So all I have to say, this is a dope song. Those are my thoughts on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is definitely – I like this song. Um, It didn't make my top five, though. Uh, The choruses can get a little bit annoying, but I definitely think that the subject matter is really strong yeah uh so is that your thoughts on it yep all right so then we move on to track 18 c and b uh produced by dj dahi and no id uh i feel like this track is super strong it's pretty much about uh a lot of the threats that uh, is going against the black community such as you know corporate america uh, gentrification and culture vultures I definitely think that this is uh, a very strong track, and I also feel like you know, uh, in a way, Vince Staples is kind of letting his inner Kendrick Lamar out a little bit, um, taking on like a very serious, like very serious subject matter, uh, as he pretty much does throughout the whole album. But this is a little bit more. Uh, it doesn't really talk as much about game banging, but it talks more about you know, you know, corporate America and you know, gentrification, and all that is, you know, screwing over the, the black community uh, all the time, especially in Los Angeles County um, and, you know, pretty much all over, all over the country. It's definitely an issue. Um, what are your thoughts on this track? Yeah. So that's what
1: exactly what I got from the song. And I and for that, I like the subject matter. I like the beat. I think this is a very, very strong song. This did make my uh, top five. Did it make yours?
0: I believe so. It did make my top five. Yes.
1: And I'd have to say this song probably has like one of his like best uh, lyricism on here. I have like a lot of lyrics for him. So on 65, I tell the truth, no lies. The sheets and crosses turn the suits and ties. Why they hate us? Why they? Why they want to rape us for our cu- culture? They agreed to feed us, bleed us, then they leave us for the vultures. So I thought that was a very um, introspective line and all that. So those are my thoughts. And uh, C and B stands for Coldest Naked Breathing, by the way. So those are my thoughts on the song.
0: All right. So then we move on to track 19, uh, the last song on the album. Uh, one thing is that this has, a, it's, it has an uncredited Andre 3000. Yeah. Um, know kind of feature on it uh you might not be able to tell when you first listen to it because it doesn't really sound like normal andre 3000 distorted yeah but he's on there he's on the intro of the track um and in this track once again uh vince staples gets really introspective about how he feels about uh game banging and how he's now today successful um he gets really introspective about that and um I feel like this is definitely a really strong way to end a track, which is because, you know, almost the whole album is talking about gang banging. So finally at the end, he kind of gives like his own thoughts on, um, you know, the gang life and stuff like that, which uh, I think is, you know, a very good way to end the album. Uh, So what are your thoughts on it? So I have
1: to agree. This is definitely a dope closing song to close the album off with. I just like how it kind of goes full circle he just talks about um, how he just wants a better life. He wants to get out the ghetto and make something for himself.
0: All right. So now I move on to the last track, track twenty oh six. Um, Essentially what it is is that it's just the end of a show. You know, almost because if you see the music video for Senorita, uh, it makes it seem like, you know, the ghetto is like this whole show for middle-class white America. Um, and so the oh, 06 is kind of like a like ending to this show that he's kind of put on. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that this is, it's an interesting way to end it. Uh, it's somewhat of an interesting skit. Um, not really a big skit guy, but, you know, I guess if you're going to end it with a skit, this is an all right one. Um, what are your thoughts?
1: So, yeah, exactly what it, I was going to say that, but I, I thought you weren't going to say it. So I was about to <laughs> explain why they did that.
0: <laughs> I'm glad
1: you did that so I don't have to do it. So, yeah, this album basically ends with a 48 second beat. I wish like uh, Vince Staples like rapped over it. It kind of left me like with a uh, um with blue balls because I actually wanted him to rap over that beat. But sadly, he didn't. So. <laughs> Like he was about to rap and then it just cut off. It was kind of like a static, like a television chat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess you got to tune in next time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Is that your thoughts on the last track?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. I guess it's time for us to give our final thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll go first. Go for it. Unless you want to go first. I'll let you go first. No, 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 no. You can go
1: first. All right.
0: (laughs) All right, so I would definitely say my final thoughts on this track is the sound and the subject matter is very consistent. Um, he very rarely, you know, he veered and one, one song, but mm-hmm. overall, Vince Staples definitely stayed the chorus sound-wise and subject matter-wise. Um, and I love how pretty much the whole album has this very eerie sound to it. It's, it's definitely not an album you're listening to looking for, you know, a lot of bangers, like club bangers and stuff like that. You're not going to listen to this album to, you know, feel good at the end. It's, it's an album that makes you think. Uh, and I really like that. Um, and I think on this album, especially, you see that Vince Staples is really flexing his lyricism muscles um, and how he's kind of chilling. I think, in my opinion, he's one of the best lyricists of our time. Um, and, you know, the album's subject matter. It covers a lot of things but while still remains focused on that same aspect of like just being a member of a gang Um, and I kind of like how uh, I kind of like the theme of it Of it's kind of like it represents a summer uh, like summertime 2006 for him Um, you know a lot of us we all know summers can definitely change us in a lot of different ways Um, you know just uh, I guess just like all the different summer vibes and stuff like that um and for my rating for the album uh I'm gonna give it nine point five out of ten and whether I would buy or burn it I would definitely say buy it uh, this album is totally worth buying um it's a modern classic in my opinion so you d- actually i don't buy i haven't bought it yet but I'm definitely gonna <laughs> want to buy it one day But yeah, go out there and buy this album. It's definitely worth it. Uh, So, and for my top five songs, for five is C and B, four is Might Be Wrong, three is Loca, two is North North, and number one is Summertime. All right, what are your thoughts?
1: All right, so I think Summertime is a dope, dope uh, rap album, definitely a dope modern day rap album. And I think what I like about Vince Staples on here, he's a very vulnerable. He's able to talk about his weaknesses in his life and just like reflect on him growing up and just where he's from. I really appreciate when artists kind of like open themselves up to like the listeners, that way we kind of get a sense of what type of person he is. He definitely shows kind of like human emotion and all that. And I definitely think this is a dope introspective album. I just like the storytelling on here. I like how he doesn't really like glorify gang lifestyle. He kind of shows like the negativity of what happens when you live that life. And he's also able to reflect on like modern day issues such as like racism, um, fuck, racism, violence, poverty, and gentrification, just issues like that in general. And I really like the production. It's very dark. I like the base heaviness to it. I like the trap production very drum heavy the features were cool they didn't really stand out to me that much they they just kind of did their thing mostly they were just there for like the choruses just for the singing and all that and there were some songs where the features kind of dragged down the the (laughs) the song you know what song we're talking about yeah yeah and um yeah some of the hooks are corny and some of the singing I didn't care for. I didn't care for, like, Vince Staples singing. I know people like the Summertime songs, but I don't really like it that much. So that's just my opinion. And there were some filler tracks on there. That's expected for, like, a 20 album. Yeah. Like a 20-track 20, 20 album. And, yeah, they, were, they weren't bad. They were just kind of meddling in the way. I could have done without those and some of the skits, too. The skits didn't really add anything to there. I really like the beats that he used for the skits. I actually wish that he rapped over them, in my opinion. Just made those songs. That would have fit. That would've brought down the score a lot. That would have brought the score up, I should say. And overall, I think Summertime 06 is a great project from beginning to end with some mishaps. And for my rating, I'll give that $8 in the G-String out of 10. <laughs> and when I buy a burn it, I'll buy it. I don't I haven't buy I don't I don't own this album, but I'll definitely buy it next time I see it. And then my top five songs, and number five is uh, Jump Off "Jump Off the Roof tied with, um, There's a song on here I really like, Senorita. And then number four is Street Punks. And then number three is CMB. And then number two is Lift Me Up. And then number one is North For North.
0: All right. Uh, so I guess we should now move on to the. Uh, next portion of the show, which is uh, our hot take. Um, I guess in this hot take is definitely gonna we're definitely gonna be, I guess getting a little bit you know psychology a little bit here. Um, so you know as we know, as we explained that this is uh, it's about a summer that changed um, that definitely changed. Ben Staples uh, and I guess my question is you know why do you think like summertime like so why do you think summertime always seems to be a time for a lot of us tend to grow up and have you know and have just have those experiences that change us why do you think that that is
1: <laughs> shit man I don't know how to answer that question <laughs> but I'll answer it in the way like when you go to school like school starts in the summertime so during that summertime you, you you kind of like learn new stuff like in school you kind of forget everything you learn like 90 percent <laughs> of it but every summer is like different because there's different experiences different shit happens and it's just getting closer to becoming an adult because like during summertime like you end school in the summertime you end school like may depending on where you are and you start school like august or september so there's kind of like a big gap of you not being in school so you're able to kind of learn more stuff you're able to kind of do stuff because you don't have to worry about like tests like turning in a 600 word essay and you just basically hang out with yourself it's just a lot of me time a lot of you time i should say and you just kind of do a lot of reflecting just like like damn i didn't do this or damn i didn't do that and just like different stuff happens because you're able to hang out with your friends and Just go places because you don't have to worry about like homework or anything like that. So I think summertime kind of represents like vacation, like able to kind of get more introspective, able to just discover yourself as a human being. Because like when you're in school, you kind of limit yourself (laughs) because you're so bogged down by homework and all that. And same with work. But you're able to kind of take a summertime to vacation and kind of spend some new time with yourself. And just like your family and your friends. So you you learn a lot about you. And you just grow as a person. Because each summer you're kind of maturing as a person. Like age wise and no eight, I can't even talk. Eight a- age wise, that's to say. <laughs> and yeah, that, that's why I think like summertime represents change. Like you go to God damn, I forget the it goes spring and summer, right? Yeah. Alright, so spring the leaves are like falling. And then like summertime the like weather's changing. So I I think that represents like just a seasonal change. In my opinion, I was trying to sound smart, but it didn't work.
0: (laughs) You did well. Yeah, I thought you you definitely sounded really smart to me. Um, (laughs) So I guess if I had to give my thoughts on it is uh, definitely agreeing with you in a lot of ways. Um, There's, I think there's two things that definitely two or three things that really contribute to why summertime kind of is kind of changes you sometimes um so one number one the first thing i want to talk about is how like each summertime especially when this is specifically for when you're like younger yeah. uh, when you're still going to school and stuff because summertime definitely means a lot more when you're younger when you're still going to school and stuff like that is that you know you just mm-hmm. finished a grade you know you're moving up a level like you like you were explaining this is kind of like what you were saying uh, i kind of got this idea from what you were saying uh is that you you know because you just you, you just finished a grade you feel like you definitely you feel like you've completed something uh, so that kind of creates a sense of like you were saying of just being of growing up in a way um so that's definitely one thing that i definitely got from what you were saying just kind of um what i kind of thought about what you're saying um, and another thing is that like you were also saying you're not in school So therefore, you're not really because like every day at school, you know, you know, knock on wood is relatively the same. You go to class, same shit every day. You do. You go to the same classes. You sit by the same people. You're not experiencing a lot of you know new things. Uh, Whereas in summertime, you're out of school. uh, Depending how you spend your summer, you (laughs) you know you typically you know you you have time like you said to yourself. You go out and do stuff, or you sometimes you don't talk to your friends for a lot of time and that can help kind of, that kind of changes you when you don't really talk to your friends so much. You almost kind of, uh, I don't want to knock having friends or anything, but you do grow a little bit sometimes when you go outside of your circle sometimes, because yeah. um, you're not around your friends every day. Um, I know like sometimes after every summer, you know, I like, you know, you almost come to school with almost like a whole new attitude in a different way. Um, and then I would also say, I guess, like another thing that kind of contributes to why summertime can kind of represent, you kind of definitely change your life. Um, is that you kind of, like you said, you have time to reflect and think, and you you without having all these distractions around you, so you kind of almost hone in on what you really love and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on that.
1: And I also want to kind of uh, dial it back to school. Like when you're in school, you get you're like year, yearbook signings and all that. And Just like people write their phone numbers, like, yo, we should hang out. So your, your circle kind of changes in summertime, depending on who you are. Like you're like, I'm bored. Yeah. My friend's are always busy. So I'm just hanging out with this dude. That may work, that may not work, but it's crazy. Cause like, I hung out with people that I never thought I would in a million years hang out. They're not bad people shit, that we were on different stuff but i, I kind of grew as a person because my like becoming an adult your circle gets smaller because you kind of realize like who's your friends and who's not your friends because you hang out with a lot of people in high school that you never hang out with in like college or something like that just because you lose connection or you guys don't have that strong relationship so oh so summertime kind of like changes like your friend like your relationship that you have with your friends and just people in general and also you might change your style like one day you might like like yet yeah, just have like a different style, have like a different personality. Cause what what I noticed is that like every summer, every school year I kinda dress differently in a way. You know, I just kind of develop my own style. And like every school year is just different for me because my mindset, like I'm be honest, in senior year I did not do that good at all, man. Like I was just I had like senior itis and like got when I got towards like the end of a uh, senior year i just kind of it. i didn't really do my assignments i did it last minute because i was so high i was so happy with moving on with my life that <laughs> so just kind of that too just like every every school year is different like different experiences like you said like when you go to school it's just the same same shit, different day like the, you're sitting with the same people you're talking with the same people when summertime like you did the you kind of develop a kind of sense of maturity and just like different relationships that you have.
0: With people. Yeah, most definitely. I definitely agree that like sometime you definitely realize who your I guess your real friends are based on who actually yeah. contacts you. Um, because some people there's kind of like your friend just because like, Oh, you have the same class together. Yeah. Um, you know, one interesting thing about, I guess this past year with COVID is that I don't know, you know, COVID kind of created an early summer for a lot of us. Um, <laughs> for me, it definitely did because, you know, uh, I was a senior in high school. I, I was, you know, I'm class of 2020. That's definitely an interesting thing. I didn't graduate the normal way. I'm the first generation of people in the United States who didn't graduate the normal oh, shit, way. You're right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, the, and like when March happened, you know, summertime came, real early but you couldn't really hang out with your friends or anything like that just because you know covid and stuff like that um and so that kind of changes you in a way it almost seems like you know when you go away from your norm i think i think what we're essentially trying to say i guess right now is that when you go because like school your becomes your, you you school becomes your norm and then summertime comes that normality is taken away yeah. in a way so when you go out of your norm you like you like you were saying also you go out of your comfort zone you do grow as a person mm-hmm. um, so I think that's I think that's what we're trying to get at I guess is that you know when you go out of your norm you're not in school you're not or like Vince Staples in this album, time like, this is the first time he ever fell in love with somebody you know that's definitely a life changing experience of course you're gonna change from that um, so and that's kind of out of his norm to be, love somebody. Uh, so when you fall out of your norm you you grow as a person the most
1: yeah that's what i got basically
0: well all right i guess if uh you got all your thoughts out yep got all of them all right so i guess it's time to do the outro um so this was season three episode one i forgot to say it at the beginning <laughs> this is season 3, Episode 1 of Jam Plant Podcast. We just reviewed Summertime 06 by Vince Staples, the Ramona Park legend. And next episode will be B and KD hosting the episode with his pick of The Renaissance by Q-Tip. And we'll see you guys next time. All right. Peace out.